you found Michigan's retirement coach, Mike Douglas. I'm Heather Branch. That's Mike Douglas. Thanks for spending some time with us here on the podcast today. LifePlanWealth.com is where you can go to begin a conversation with Mike and his team, getting to have more information, more understanding about the direction you're headed when it comes to your retirement and your financial future is what he and his team are here to help you do. We also have links posted in the show notes, or again, find us anytime at LifePlanWealth.com. So the board game Monopoly, I actually thought it was older. It's was invented more than 90 years ago. I thought it was over 100 years old at this point. It feels like it. Are you guys Monopoly players in your house? Fiercely competitive. Really? Um, oh, yeah. No, our, when we play, games are like it's really good. Like we're, we're just competitive and we take finance very seriously. We write loans and notes and we have interest. Oh, you um, go deep on the monopolisms. Oh, yeah. No, okay. I, I had, I had a, more, a land contract on a property last time my son and I played. Do you keep those land contracts holding over, or is it like the next time you go to get the board game out, does it continue on? Last no, it's game? a fresh start okay. because I bankrupted him. Um, <laughs> nice but, teaching but no, him lessons like, early on. But I'll say, like, you have a running tally, and you have three turns around the board to yeah. make it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. well, here's the thing: you are not alone in your competitive nature with Monopoly because it's actually evolved into a championship competition event. So there's this gentleman named Tim Vandenberg. He placed second. Old Timmy V. In the, in the U.S., old Timmy old V. Old Timmy V. He plays second in the U.S. a few years back. And he is admitting that there is definitely a strategy. And it begins with the colors on the streets of the board. Here's what he said. Number one, the oranges are king, but anything could win except for the browns. Number two, build to the three house level. That's when you get your best return on investment. And number three, think ahead. Now, that's a major life skill we want our children and adults these days. Plan ahead. Did you shake your head at the three lives, the three story houses? Is that what you nope. disagreed with? Nope. I, just, I like the passion with which he speaks. <laughs> I like how clear he makes it. Like, it's such uh-huh. a great throwaway statement. Like, obviously, oranges are the best. And nobody came in with the browns. But let's let's not state the obvious. He just kind of, he like, he, <laughs> he just throws it away. It's like... <laughs> Which is very interesting. Idiots, of course. Yeah, and I'm yeah. over here like, wait, what did he just say? Browns yeah. are bad and oranges are good? Is that I'm a real thinking, thing? I didn't remember that there was brown spots. I was thinking there was dark purple and there was light purple. Mm-hmm. But I think he's talking about Baltic and Mediterranean, the first two when you round and go. I always thought of those as dark purple. I don't know. I don't play Monopoly enough to know. This is going to be your space to to have maybe his board is so old because Timmy V plays all the time. I will say I think, but I think that some of the colors have changed on the board game over the years. So we might need to do some fact checking on what the actual board looks like versus the tips that Tim was sharing with us. Yeah, because I don't have brown spots on our board. Okay, noted. The question for you then is thinking about how he strategizes. There's uh, real estate investment, even if it's a game, the the houses that he puts on that land, the planning ahead, that's huge. And it is very relevant with the work that you do, helping folks figuring out their retirement planning. What takeaways can we get from these monopoly theories when it comes to our own personal financial plans? Well, there's so many things here. First of all, again, I loved monopoly. So when this topic came across, when you sent it over, yeah. I was... I immediately went into some research mode because I'm like, what is the edge that I'm missing for when we play? And this is a great one. I was like, why did he say the oranges are a no brainer? They're the best things on the, so they're not the most expensive pieces. They're actually only about mid range in the price range. So there's the dark blue, the park place and boardwalk. There's the green spaces, the the yellow spaces. They're all much more expensive. Mm -hmm. And why is that? 
Well, then it came down to, and again, we're kind of going to the weeds for a second to bring it back to the finances, but the the go the jail, not go to jail, but the in jail spot is the most commonly landed on spot on the board. Okay. And I'm like, how could that possibly be? Well, because it's not about just rounding the board, but there are several go to jail cards that will send you there. If you roll doubles, I think it's three times in a row, you have to go to jail. Or if you land on the go to jail, you have to go to jail. So there's multiple ways to get you back on the spot, including just rolling around. Everybody's going to jail. Everybody's going to jail, all right? <laughs> Sorry, kids, it's a board game, but you're going to learn some life lessons today. But so since that's the case, that's interesting. So it's the most landed on spot. And then in the world of two dice games, the four most commonly rolled numbers are six, seven, eight, and nine. So six spots away, eight spots away, and nine spots away are all orange spots. So you take the most commonly landed on spot, and you take the most commonly rolled numbers, and you have a 40% chance that if you're on the in-jail spot, you're going to land on one of those three. Got it. Hence the orange being the viable piece of real estate. However, if you haven't done the math or the planning on it, you wouldn't know that. And price per, for I mean, they're much less expensive than more expensive pieces. And he talked about the three houses. There is a law of diminishing returns. If you put more than three houses on it, you're not going to get your money out of it as much as the straight profitability of three houses on multiple properties. That's interesting too. You always think you got to get to hotels, but there's a cost to getting to hotels. So okay. there's a lot of interesting things that lay in here. And first of all, is you have to know your numbers. Mm-hmm. You have to know your numbers. And so while we kind of joke and take Monopoly very seriously and the six and eight, nine and all that, in finance and in retirement, there are numbers you need to know. There are detailed strategies. There are things you need to know. How much are you actually going to spend per month? What is your real number? Because whenever I talk about, let's talk about your expenses, people give me a spreadsheet and it says my lights, my mortgage, my, my heat, my gas, like the fundamentals, and those are what we call a lights-on number. Like if I have this much money, the lights stay on and nobody repos our car. But it's not their lifestyle number because if it's four grand a month to keep people from shutting off your gas and taking your car, but 7000 a month is what you spend because you like to go out to eat, you like to travel, you like to do these things. Well, why would we build a plan around just keeping the lights on? So we need to know our numbers, very detailed. What does it cost us to live? And what gives us the highest probability of success, of moving forward, planning in inflation, planning in all these different things, tax changes. So knowing that, the first thing is knowing your numbers. Uh, The second thing that's very interesting in Monopoly is don't over leverage yourself. There's a strategy that my one son has, which is I'm going to buy every spot every time I land on it. Every time. I think that's interesting because he immediately accumulates properties, but he's very low in cash. And if the dice roll his way, he's a very good Monopoly player. However, if the dice don't roll his way, he's the worst in the whole family. Hmm. Because if you don't have things fall right in line for you and you're low on cash, all of a sudden you can't pay your bills and you have to sell those properties at a discount just to get out. Well, in the same way with these type of assets and in retirement, you could have all these things, but if you have a low cash flow, When the emergencies come up, well, I can't get access to the money or I have to take a hit to get access to money. These are things we want to be aware of. So you need an appropriate amount of cash flow. You need to know your numbers like we talked about. And taxes. Taxes. I wish we could show the clip. I have a a great clip that I use to illustrate this to clients. And it's a kid playing Monopoly, ironically. Mm -hmm. His name's Donnie. And he is losing his mind. And he's crying. And he does what every mom does in 2023, which is videos him. Doesn't console him. She gets her camera out and she goes, what's going on, buddy? What's up, Donnie? He's crying. He goes, 
taxes. And she's like, what? it's just part of the game. He goes, it's the worst part of the game, taxes. And he's sobbing. In the background of this video is his brother who's playing with him. And he's, I mean, again, Donnie's crying, melting down, losing it. His, he's kind of got this posture. He's like sitting back. His legs are out, and he's just crying. And in the background, you hear the one brother go, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm going to straighten my houses. I'm going to, like, he's like doing what every brother does, which is when one's losing it, he shows off how organized and studious <laughs> and how much he loves his family. Uh-huh. He's like, I made my bed this morning. I washed the dishes, and I'm straightening my houses, you know. And so he's doing this, but... All that happened to Donnie was he landed on a spot that the second he started the game, he had money to pay for. He had money for luxury tax. It's 75 bucks. He has money for the income tax spot because it's 10% or $200,000, whichever is the right one. So the most it can cost you is $200. However, if he does that, it's a matter of just poor cash flow planning. He is not built in the plan for taxes. Taxes are on the board. They are on there when you sign on. As soon as you start the game, you can see the spots. There's community chess cards. There's chance cards. They're the same for everybody. But those who prepare and keep themselves properly liquid and properly set up for taxes and who have a plan form are the ones who can pay for it. And these are all just different pieces of the game. And Monopoly is a game with rules, like everything else in life. The tax code is a set of rules. The way our economy works, oftentimes it's a set of rules that are very liquid, but understanding the rules of the game and the process of the game is how you set yourself up with the best chance to win. And it starts with having a conversation about how do I know where I fall, what my goals are, and what I want life to look like. And sitting down with someone who does it all the time and have that conversation. So on our website, there's a it's lifeplanwealth.com. There's a button on there that says Start Your Retirement Roadmap Today. Um, now, we're not going to theme it around Monopoly and say, come roll the dice with us. We're not going to say that, right? <laughs> that that's doesn't a, sound quite right. <laughs> that's poor marketing, I can <laughs> right, tell you that. Right, right, right. But it says start the retirement roadmap, and literally you click on there, you fill out a small little portion, and then we just we chat, and we have coffee, and we talk and say, does this make sense? Have you read the rules properly? Are you playing to win, or are you playing in a way that you don't realize you're about to lose? So mm-hmm. it challenges those conversations because as I coach my kids in Monopoly, you know, and it's funny that we do that, but – it's a microcosm of life. The things you can learn Monopoly move you forward if you're good at it, right? And it's not just a real estate thing. It's a budgeting thing. It's a cash flow thing. It's an understanding risk thing. If I do this, what is the potential risk? If I buy this property right now and I'm running low on cash, I need to look around the board. I need to see what's coming up down the road because if I make this turn and I land on the wrong spots, it's going to take all my money. So you have to do some calculation and some forecasting. It's a really valuable tool for educating kids and young children on how to plan out some finances. But interestingly, it applies to retirees as well. It's not just a kid's game. And the more you play it as an adult, you realize there's some good stuff here. And it's pretty interesting to do that. So I think those are the biggest ones. I'd say one last one is patience. There's an element of patience in Monopoly that if you can just stay steady, you will probably win. Because someone is going to go broke just being themselves. Right. And so you just let them burn out and you keep cash on hand and you just stay the course. Monopoly is rarely won in 30 minutes. Like we know that. It's the, that's why they created Monopoly Go or the card game because real they Monopoly. They created a shortened game because real Monopoly takes too long. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a card <laughs> game. And I think it does two things. It lessens fights and shortens time. Right. That's the whole thing. But the real Monopoly, you're not sitting down and say, well, I got 20 minutes. What should we do? Play a game of Monopoly? I'm like, we won't even have the board set up in 10 minutes. You know, we have to divide the money and choose who's a banker and do all this stuff. And But you're sitting down for an evening of investment and planning. 
So if we think of it that way, Monopoly is a chance to grow, to learn, to educate ourselves, and to plan it out. In the same way, building a good financial plan is investing in time to understand what you're doing and making sure you're set for the future. It's a patience thing. Figuring out how to do all these things to help you. What was the thing you were saying before? Something about winning and just all the strategies that are made. We, but isn't that what we all, we don't, we just want to win at yeah. retirement and not go to jail and not <laughs> valid and fair. Yes. yes. Valid. And there's and a fair. lot of ways to go to jail there's and we don't so want any one of them. Ways, and we don't want any part of any of that. Mike and his team are here to help you create a plan to check all of the boxes above. If you have questions, we're here to help you get some answers. Get started today. Lifeplanwealth.com is our website. We also have links posted in the show notes. You can just click there or again, find us anytime and begin the conversation at lifeplanwealth.com. Thanks for listening to Michigan's Retirement Coach with Mike Douglas. To learn more, visit lifeplanwealth.com. Michael Douglas is an investment advisor representative of Stewards Wealth Planning, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Douglas is licensed in your state, please call 517-323-7526. Stewards Wealth Planning, LLC is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael B. Douglas and PN number 9650939.